Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your hosts, Jenny and Matt Morris, as they spread peas and love. Join the moles on this exciting exploration into the plant-based lifestyle. Everyone is welcome in this judgment-free zone from the veg veteran to the veg curious. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the plant-based stylings of Jenny and Matt. Yes, we are back for another episode this week. Welcome back, folks. And we have a really great episode for you, which I know we say every week, but this is one of my favorites. Um, In this episode, we're talking about mindful eating practices. So we're continuing our mindful eating month focus, and we're going to chat about how you can start creating a better relationship with food and specific actions that you can take to do that. Yeah, in the previous episodes, we talked about what mindful eating is and the benefits of mindful eating. Now we're going to give you some tips on how you can practice mindful eating. Yep, but before we do that, let's talk about our happy haps. Happy haps. What's happening? Well, one thing that we want to report is we want to give a shout out to everyone who took advantage of the special listener and or subscriber discount and joined the Vegan Swaps workshop. We've had a few people binge it over the weekend and tell us how much it has helped them already. We are just super happy to get emails like that. So keep them coming, friends. We really like reading everyone. Yeah, no doubt. We really enjoy hearing what you have to say. And we're glad you're taking advantage of the workshop. Yes, and if you didn't sign up last week, no worries. You can still enroll and access all the new training and the recipes for only $37. It's so cheap, and it helps us keep this podcast going. And also, there are bonuses, and we haven't even talked about that, I don't think. But we do have bonuses to go along with that, and they don't go away just because the promo offer has ended. They're still available for anyone who joins the workshop, so check it out. All the details are available to you by clicking on the link in this episode, in the episode's show notes, or go to www.vegology.com. So make sure you check it out and take advantage of the bonuses. They're really good. I agree. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, Maddie. J-Mo. Now, of course, this month is focusing on mindful eating, and that is our challenge this month. And just to give an update on how we're doing, I just want to say one of the practices that we're going to reveal soon has not only positively impacted my health, it has improved my cooking and the recipes that I develop as well. I mean, my mind has been completely blown with this. And again, we will reveal that more a little later in the episode, but, you know, I'll circle back to this point, but it just has had much more of an impact on my life than I thought it would. Yeah, for me personally, I've also seen many benefits as well. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I really struggle with how quickly I eat my food. And it is still a work in progress, but I'm really making a solid attempt to slow my roll a little bit and then to analyze just how the food is making me feel. And the biggest thing that I think that I'm going to pull from this is... How often I eat when I'm not actually hungry. Yeah, that's a big one. That applies to both of us. I think we both had some hard truth. No doubt. <laughs> With that. But yeah, so we hope that I everyone else is participating and having their own realizations and creating some healthier habits. 
And we're going to help that along with actually giving some tips on things that you can do that will help you create more awareness as you're eating these meals. And mindful eating is truly a game changer, especially with weight management, if that is what you're focusing on. Fad diets don't work. We all know this, but they still draw us in. Mindful eating tackles something that all those other toxic diets don't, the mental and emotional aspect of creating healthy eating habits, which is so important for any health journey. Eating a healthy diet keeps you physically and mentally fit. And when you feel good, you have self-confidence, fewer inhibitions, you are more outgoing and have a greater capacity for enjoying life. Yeah, everything's just better when you feel good. It is. I mean, I have struggled my entire life, up and down, yo-yo weight. So I know what it's like to be on each end of that spectrum. And I can tell you, (laughs) being healthy is so much better. But sometimes you're stuck in that kind of rut where you don't know how unhealthy you feel until you don't. And... I think starting a mindful eating practice will really create that aha moment for you and be like, holy shit, (laughs) like I never knew that I felt this bad before. And even going beyond that, and unhealthy food choices lead to obesity and illness, prevent you from socializing with friends and family. It zaps your energy, leaving nothing for you to look forward to at the end of the day. And other than being home, sprawled out on the couch and binge watching Netflix. So eating a healthy, balanced diet lowers your risk for diet-related illnesses such as heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and depression. And it gives you the energy to have a full and rewarding social life. Yeah, no doubt. Which is really important. No, absolutely. And mindful eating is an excellent tool to create healthy eating habits. But if overcoming bad dietary habits continues to be a serious problem for you, speak with your doctor and or dietitian about making better food choices based on your personal lifestyle. And your food preferences. Yeah. All right. So you ready to get rolling? I am ready. All right. So our practice tip number one is notice hunger and satisfaction cues. So this is a two-parter. So while eating, certain sensations will arise, such as the feeling of hunger, satisfaction, fullness, and sometimes overfulness. Be particularly on the lookout for these cues. And by doing this, you make it easier to notice the other things which arise while being mindful, and that will further sharpen your mindfulness and concentration on what you're doing. Okay, and like I said, there are two different parts to this. We have two different scales that you want to keep in mind as you are tackling your meal. So first off is the hunger scale. And second is your satisfaction scale. So the hunger scale is going to come into play when you go to eat something, when you're grabbing for the food, when you're in the kitchen. Rummaging through the pantry. Rummaging through the pantry, <laughs> exactly. So this, we're going to think, we're going to keep it simple, and we're going to do it. It's a hunger scale of one to five. And one being starving and five being not much. And we're going to go down through all five of these so you know exactly what we're talking about. So scale of one to five, one is starving, two is hangry, three is hungry, 
four is a little hungry, and five is unconscious hunger. So if we start with number one, which is starving, that means that you could devour everything in the kitchen, not caring what it is. You are just hungry. You don't care if it's healthy. You're just going to grab that bag of potato chips and go to town. You're going to take it down. Yeah. So that is number one. You're starving. Number two hangry. You get get hangry. I do. Yeah, I admit that. And that, yeah, that's a reality for me. So that's when you're feeling strong physical hunger pangs. You're irritable. You're agitated. You're having trouble focusing. You're just hangry. It's like, this is a perfect word to describe all of that. It is a great word. (laughs) And yeah, so two is hangry. Three is you're hungry. So that means your belly is growling. Your body is giving you a nudge, nudge. Hey, I'm going to need some fuel stat or things are going to get crazy leading to hangriness. That's where hangry gets involved. (laughs) So be mindful of that. And then four is you're a little bit hungry. So you have slight hunger pangs. You got a little thing going on there, maybe a little gurgle here and there. Something your body is just kind of, again, it's like a a little nudge nudge saying, hey, we're going to need to get some food soon. But it's not urgent. And then number five is an unconscious hunger. So you're starting to think about food and eating food and what you might want, but there are no physical signs that you're hungry. So before you eat, this is what you kind of want to think about. This is what you want to keep in mind. Where are you on this hunger scale between one or five? Are you starving? Are you hangry? Are you hungry? Are you a little hungry? Or are you just kind of unconsciously hungry? You're getting little cues, mental cues, that it might be time to eat soon. The best time on the scale to actually eat is either when you're a little hungry or when you're hungry. Don't get to the point of hangry. And don't definitely don't get to the part of starving because that's when unhealthy eating habits are going to kick in. And for me, that's when the speed at which I eat really increases. Mm-hmm. Yes. So honor your, your hunger cues. All right, next we have a scale of one to five. This is your satisfaction scale. So you've already assessed your hunger level. You need to eat something. Wherever you are on that scale, you're eating. So as you're going through the process of eating your meal, it's not just about feeling full and stopping. You also need to feel satisfied with your meal. It's very important because if you're not satisfied, habits are just not going to stick, right? Everyone wants to be satisfied when they're done with a meal. Otherwise, it could lead to overeating later, like excessive snacking or something. And this is a big one for you. Whenever you're not satisfied with a meal, you really get bothered. I do. This is huge for me. And so the satisfaction scale really helps. So we're looking at, again, it's a scale of one to five. Number one is not hungry anymore, but not yet satisfied. Two is not hungry anymore and satisfied. Three, starting to feel a little full. Four, overly full and starting to feel uncomfortable. And then five is stuffed. You're feeling sick and you're extremely uncomfortable, like you need to unbutton those pants. The ideal time that you want to stop eating is when you're not hungry anymore, but you're satisfied. Ideally, that is the time to stop. You want to be at a two. 
or a three. You can be at a three and be a little full, but you kind of want to avoid that. The ideal place that you want to be on this scale is a two. Not hungry anymore and satisfied. Yeah, no doubt. I find myself a lot of times being on the five end of the scale where I've completely overstuffed myself because I, again, I ate too fast and it didn't give my body time to give me the cues that I was full. Yeah, I think I, the majority of time, find myself on number three on the scale. I'm starting to feel a little full and I usually will stop myself. And I used to not do this until I started practicing mindful eating a while ago. I never stopped. I would be, I think mostly I'd be overly full and starting to feel uncomfortable. And a lot of times stopped also. I mean, that that was a while ago that that used to be a constant for me, but not anymore. But definitely starting to feel a little full is where is where I am right now. Progress. <laughs> yeah. So if you're, if you're swimming between two and three there, you're doing pretty good. Yeah. So I really want to get to the two. Um, I don't want to feel full. And I, and I think I do. Like I have my green smoothies for breakfast now. And the majority of the time I'll have a green smoothie for breakfast. And then for lunch, you know, I'll have something light dinner. And then evening snacking is really where I get into trouble uh, sometimes. But since we've been completely focusing on this this month, it is really turned around for me because my dinners have been, I don't eat as much. The, the, my dinner portions are much smaller. Yeah, you're doing really well. I don't feel like I'm doing as well as you, but I'm a work in progress. Yeah. Yep. There's no shame in that. Any positive progress is a good thing. No doubt. All right. So that's tip number one, assessing your hunger and satisfaction on the scales that we provided. Now, the other tip that we have is eat food that takes work. So this is this creates a good foundation for starting your mindful eating practice. Eat a meal or a snack that takes work to eat, such as seeded grapes, pistachios, or an orange. Orange is perfect for this. That little bit of work that you have to do to avoid the seed in a grape or break the shell of the pistachio or peel and separate the orange can not only mix up the act of eating and create more variety, but help keep you attentive naturally to the task. Plus, we're talking about eating more whole foods, which is always a good thing. Next up, we have put down your utensil. Put it down. This is a good tip. This is all about being fully present to each bite that you eat. The way we usually eat, we take a bite and then we immediately begin preparing another bite to eat as we're chewing the original bite. Guilty. (laughs) No, me too. (laughs) This is a subtle version of multitasking, a habit you're trying to undo with mindfulness practice. What you'll notice very quickly, if you've just begun your mindfulness practice, or even if you've been practicing for a while, is that we don't know how to properly focus on one activity. Some of the ways we multitask are subtle and difficult to detect. Mindfulness practice begins to change that, albeit slowly. So the next time you eat, make it a point to be fully present for the bite in your mouth. Leave your utensil on the table and experience that bite fully with mindfulness before you pick it up again for the second bite. Yeah, when I first started trying to do this, it really took a lot of thought. It's weird. (laughs) 
<laughs> it, it does. Seems, it seems weird, but it really, I really had to concentrate on that. <laughs> it takes a lot of focus because we're so conditioned just to automatically fill our fork with, you know, food for the next bite and then shovel it in our mouths. And yeah, that one is an interesting one. And don't get discouraged if it takes you a little bit of time to, to get that habit consistent. All right, next one I think we've talked about before and definitely uh, something that you should know with mindful eating. Turn off the TV, your phone, your computer, get away from it or anything else that's going to distract you from, from your meal. We're trying to put our complete and undivided attention on the moment that we're eating, both on the act of eating itself and on whatever arises within that moment of eating. So any electronic devices within eyesight can serve as distractions from our mindfulness practice. Yeah, so turn off your TV, close your phone, turn away, or at least sit away from your desktop computer and away from anything else that could potentially distract you while you're eating. Yep. All right. We have one more tip for you. This is my absolute favorite. Yeah, this one is a good one. I like this too. And this is the one that I was referring to earlier that kind of really seeped into other aspects of my life. And that is be a food critic. Now, first of all, this is fun. I found this to be fun. I like it too. I had fun. All right. So this is one of my favorite mindful eating tips on this list and one that can completely put you into the right state of mind in an instant. So it's really helpful. What you're going to do is act like you're a food critic, whether your meal is fine dining or just leftovers. And then you're going to eat slowly and carefully while paying attention to every little flavor that arises while you're eating. Pay attention to every little sensation you feel as a result of each individual bite. Taste, texture, smell, soak it all in. There's really nothing more to it than that. That simple state of mind can often be all you need to bring more mindfulness and attentiveness to mealtime. And being a food critic really helps you analyze the food and figure out what you like, what you don't like, and really focus in on everything that's on your plate. And also, like I said at the beginning of the episode, one of the things that it really helped me with was my recipe development. I would make a meal. I'd be like, no, 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 something's off. I can make it better. It helped me realize how I could make a dish better the next time. So it was kind of exciting for me. And it really helped me in my effort to slow down. Yeah. And those are our awesome tips to get you started for your mindful eating practice. Yeah, you will definitely enjoy your meals more if you're mindfully eating. Take the time to enjoy each bite. Also, giving your body what it wants will help you feel better. And who doesn't enjoy that? Exactly. All right. <laughs> well, that is the episode for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. And of course, we would really like to know what benefits you're noticing as you make an effort to improve your mindful eating. So slide into our DMs on Instagram or send us an email at hello at vegology.com and keep us updated on your progress. We really do love to hear how you are progressing on these challenges. And even if you want to shoot us an email, if you're still working on the challenges from January and February, we are still incorporating those habits into our daily life from those former months. And and that's what we're doing. That's the point of these monthly challenges is kind of build each month 
and create a new healthy habit. So if you want to give us some feedback on January and February, feel free to. It doesn't have to be just for March or about mindful eating. So we're really excited to hear what you're up to and how much you've progressed and, and if you're still continuing some of the habits from previous months. Yeah, we definitely love hearing from you and keep the comments rolling in. Yeah, and don't forget, if you are a resident of the United States, complete the March Challenge Worksheet and send it to us by the end of this month and you will be entered into a prize drawing. Now, a link to the worksheet is in the show notes. So again, that needs to be submitted by the end of this month. So March 31st uh, to be considered for the drawing. And we do have some a really good prize <laughs> this month. I'm really excited about it. They're all good. I'm not saying <laughs> they're not good, but our prizes are pretty damn good. I think you'll be happy with it. I think they're fantastic. Yes. <laughs> All right. So if you like this episode, please share it. And of course, if you haven't already give us a good review, we would greatly appreciate it. Please and thank you. All right. We hope you have a wonderful week. We will check you in the next episode. Peace, Peace and, and love. love.